Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 says, so look at Apollos. Let me give you a little background here. And also um, to remind everybody, the reason that we're here uh, is... And the reason that some of you might be listening online right now, listening to podcasts, uh, is because we all want to move forward in our leadership. We all want to be better leaders. We all want to um, feel like we're growing and, and grabbing something that this is going to help me. And so uh, that's, that's why we're here. That's why we're listening at this moment. Uh, and before I read this scripture, let, let, me, let me pray. Father, I pray that, uh, God, you would fill this space. Father, in the next couple of minutes... Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit would speak very loud, that these would not be my words, but these would be your words. And we don't say that just because it's something nice to say. God, we're saying it because we're desperate to hear from your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. First uh, Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 says, so look at Apollos and me, this Paul writing, and what he's saying is uh, he's been going through the couple of chapters kind of... Uh, smacking the Corinthians around a little bit because they were, uh, for lack of a better, better, how can I say it? Okay, so they're so used to, they're so used to worshiping idols, and now, now they have turned to God. That's what's happened, and Paul has started the church, and now we've got these new Christians who are like, Jesus is the way. That's awesome, but uh, we all know that salvation happens in a moment, but transformation happens over time, you know, and so that's what's happening in their life. And so some of the muscles that haven't been changed yet are those muscles of worship something uh, and, and let me grab and, 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 and let me worship something that I see because they're so used to worshiping these idols and stuff. So now what has started to creep in is they're starting not to worship idols. They're starting to worship men. And so they're, and, and people. And so uh, some of them are like, I follow Jesus. Uh, another group of the church is like, no, I follow Apollos. And then the other is like, no, I follow Paul. And they're, and they're fighting amongst themselves, trying to tell each other who's better and who is uh, the best and why you shouldn't follow them and you should follow my person. It's the same muscle of idol worship. It's just transferred to people. So Paul has now started to, like, slap them around, say, this is not right. What are you guys doing? You're missing the whole point. You're just transferring uh, this worship stuff. So that's why in chapter 4, he says, so look at Apollos and me as mere servants of Christ who have been put in charge of explaining God's mysteries. Now a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. And as I was reading this, uh, I, I thought this was just a, a little nugget here of uh, insight into leadership. Because a lot of us um, either want to be in charge or have been forced to be in charge in some, some way. And we want to do that well. 
So some of you, you know, maybe some who are listening right now became parents. Um, you weren't really looking to become parents, but, you know, oopsie, oopsie. And now all of a sudden you are in charge. And so how you be the best parents that you can be. So, some of us get promoted in our jobs or some of us get more leadership here at church or some of us get some things uh, that are, are, are given to us. We're entrusted. How, how do we steward those well? What, what, what are the characteristics that help us um, to be better? So uh, this, is, this is what I um, saw in these couple of verses real quick. So look at Apollos and me as mere servants. I, I love this so much. Because Paul, who started this church, Apollos, who is uh, like just ripping it up, and people are coming in droves to Jesus because of what Apollos is teaching. All of a sudden, now, now uh, Paul says, "Look at all of, look at both of us as servants." And and here's the thing for leadership: if you love, if you love titles that don't involve servant, you will not be a good leader. Servanthood is what Paul was getting after. He wanted to cut all the other stuff that you're trying to put on me and cut all the other kind of leadership that I'm a servant. I'm a servant. We're servants. We serve, God promotes. We serve, God promotes. You serve. Your title is a servant. My title is a servant. It's not lead pastor, it's lead servant. My title is a servant. As parents, your titles are servants. Every place you go, how can I serve? How can I serve? How can I get under? How can I help? How can I, I don't want the spotlight. I don't need you to tell me I did a good job. I don't need 18 slaps on the back to let me know that, oh, this is what I'm doing. I don't need people to prop me up, and I don't need people to give me all these different titles, so then I will do something I serve. And when you start having that idea of servanthood, then you can be trusted to be in charge. But Paul was saying in this moment, serve, 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 serve. Don't, don't go through this whole thing of when's it going to be my turn? When, when am I going to level up? You have already leveled up. And, and, and that whole mindset of trying to like, okay, when am I going to, uh, you know, I'm just trying to work up this ladder. That dies when you're in the kingdom of God. There is no ladder. All it is is getting on your knees and saying, how can I help? How can I serve? There is no triangle that you're moving up. There is, it is serving. It is serving. And, it, and, and here, let me, I wrote a couple of things about serving that I want to say this. Serving is not. Uh, it, it doesn't sound like this. I did this and that and this. So now I expect this to be done for me or I expect this thing to happen in time. Just so you know, that's not serving. Even though you might have done a bunch of stuff, that's not serving. Because that, what you're doing right there is trading. It's not serving. I'll do this. But then I expect this at some point. I, I won't say it, maybe, because, you know, in Christianity uh, in Christian and in, in church lingo, we don't really say what we really feel. 
We just hold it back, but we expect somebody to do something for us because I did this. So when's my time? When do, when do I get to be served? Sorry, that's not serving. That's trading. And, and, so, and, and just so you know, in business too, and like at your job, some of us do a bunch of stuff in our job and we're like, man, I'm serving. No, you're not. You're getting paid. You're getting paid. And so that is your job. And so if you want to delve into the serving part of it, do something that you get nothing in return. Now you're in the serving level. And Paul said, just look at Apollos and I as servants. That's what we're, that's what we're here for. Um, I, I, I think... I think also you got to look at this in, um, in, a, in, a, in a cyclical way because as leaders, um, you might feel like, man, I'm really serving. I'm trying to serve the people that I'm leading. I'm serving the people that I've been entrusted to. And so just so you know, that serving has to go somewhere. That can't stop. So I'll, I'll use it with a, a, like parents and kids. If you're serving your kid all the time, Serving, serving, serving. But you've never taught your kid how to serve. What you're going to create is entitled kids. And you're like, I'm serving. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm, I'm serving. I'm a leader. I'm, I'm serving. I'm serving. Sir. Yeah, but you also haven't had the conversation with your kids to say, this is how we live. So serve. It has to flow. Serving has to flow. So even in your business, as you're a leader, you serve. You serve. Yeah, but you need to make sure that the people that you're leading are also serving. They're also doing, doing things that they don't expect anything in return for. They're just doing it because it's the right thing to do. Because if you don't, you, it, you will train them to be entitled. Because water doesn't Water isn't healthy until it flows. If it stops somewhere, it becomes what? Stagnant. And, and, and a lot of us have problems leading people because they're stagnant. Because they're just like, come on, bring it on. Of course you should serve me. Uh, I, I'm awesome. You know, let's, 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 let's do it up. No, 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 that's not how, so you have to, as a leader, you have to have a conversation there, and so don't have high expectations for yourself that you won't have for anybody else that you're leading. If you have high expectation for yourself, have that for the person you're leading as well. And don't, and don't hold back on those kind of conversations. I'm gonna move on from there. Um... Okay, so then he, he goes this, uh, he goes, so look at us as mere servants of Christ who have been put in charge. That in charge used to look so awesome to me. In charge! Just so you know, as you're in charge more, the less in charge you want to be. 
and 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 this is the, the, now I, I will say this this is always a this is a um this is a problem with our soul because we always always see grass is greener on the other side okay so when you're in charge you're like oh so easy when i was just you know being told what to do and didn't have to do anything and then when you're being told what to do you're like oh it'd be so easy when i'm in charge i get that 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 is our soul that's just soul darkness, okay, that we have to all work through. Um, but I will tell you, there is a weight of being a boss or being a leader or um, having a team or leading a connect group or uh, there, there's a weight on there that's different. And, um, and, and if you go in there with thinking that um, you're going to call all the shots and, and, you know, and, and just boom, 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 get it all done... And you don't go in there with a servant heart? Like, I'm not really here to, like, make my name look good. I'm here to push everybody ahead of me. God will bless you in anything you do. Like, in anything you do, God will bless you. He will bless you. But that's the trust and that's the faith. And there are a lot of people that cannot have that kind of faith in God. It is so hard for them. And they're like, no, 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 I just got to make it on my own. And they just bust through everything, and they're just going full bore. And I, I promise you, at some point, they'll come back, and they'll be like, man, this is it's killing me. Um, so he says, uh, put in charge of explaining God's mysteries. Now, a person who is put in charge as a manager must be faithful. So a servant must be the servant who's put in charge must be faithful. Isn't it interesting that he says not talented, but faithful? Wouldn't it read different if he said, now a person who is put in charge as a manager must be talented. Now a person who is put in charge as a manager must be good looking. Now, a person who is put in charge as a manager must have a lot of money. Now, a person who is a manager who is put in, you can go down the line of all the different things that we look at to say, okay, they should be put in charge. And, and Paul says, the one thing that you need, they must be faithful. Not talented, but counted on. Not the smartest person in the room, but the person who just shows up. They're not opportunistic. You know what I'm talking about when I say opportunistic? I'm saying, if this other thing works out better, I'll bail. That's not the leader that you can put in charge of something. They're not opportunistic. They're just rock solid. Faithful people have priorities that filter out other opportunities. Faithful people have priorities that filter out other opportunities because we're all going to have opportunities. Some of you are listening right now. You've got a plethora of opportunities right now, 
and you have a lot of things that you're trying to say, you've got to make sure, I, I, are my priorities in order? The things that I love and the things that God's called me to and the things that I feel, this is why people will work for less money for things that they feel like are a priority to them. And this is a mission thing for them. And this is a, this is a life thing for, for them. And, this, and I want to work for this kind of company. So I want to be in this kind of environment. That's what, because their priorities are, are that. And they just don't jump from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing. But if your priority is always money, guess what? You're going to go to whatever opportunity has the most money. And it kind of cuts your faithfulness off at the knees. Because you're not faithful to maybe the situation that God's called you to or the people that God's called you to. You're faithful to the money. And so you, you miss those you start going with every opportunity, that's it. and it's not. Also, uh, you don't wear um, <laughs> you don't wear faithfulness as a red badge of courage. That you got shot eighteen times. I'm just faithful. I would like to be doing a lot of other things, but I'm here. Oh, shut up! Please leave. We don't need that junk around this place. I don't want to work with people who are kicking and screaming coming into the office. I don't want to work. I'm so sorry that you hate this so much. Let me now tell you, you don't have to be here anymore. Because this, uh, this is not faithfulness. You're literally, you're ruining this for everybody else, and you're making all of us miserable. Get out. But you know how people do this? They, they're, they're like, they're going to make you pay for them being in the room. That's not faithfulness. So, so make sure that we have the right heart when we're, we're faithful. And, and the right heart when we show up, that it's an honor. So I'm talking about in our church context right now. When we have team meetings and when we have practices and when we have different things that we're coming up here we're coming up early on Sunday mornings and we're all that uh, uh, please do not uh, do not make people pay for your faithfulness like come up in there and you're you're excited to be there you're already you you've gotten prayed up and got all your icky dark demons out on the way to church you know so by the time everybody sees you're like I already had a prayer time I'm good I'm ready to go now you know like you're you you're already there and it's an honor and I'm so thankful and God's been so good to me and I shouldn't ever be here but God placed me here and I'm thankful I just get to be in the room I don't need a title and I don't need somebody telling me I did a good job I'm thankful that I'm here I'm thankful that there's people that love me and believe in me. I'm thankful that there are people that are encouraging me. I'm thankful that I have people who will pray for me when I have a bad day. I am so honored that I get to be a part of this thing. And then all of a sudden now it's mission oriented and your faithful and your faithfulness is, is here because you know that there's somebody else that needs to get what you're getting right now. And now it's on mission. And now I'm like, man, I'm thinking about the next person. You're not thinking about what church is going to do for you when you come to come on Sunday morning 
mornings, you're actually thinking, what's going to happen to somebody? This is going to be their very first Sunday, and what's going to happen for them? You're not looking at yourself. You're not looking at all the different things. And I'm not saying there's not moments where you're like, God, hey, work on me. Yep, we got those moments. But there's this faithfulness thing that where you just jump in, and you're like, I'm here. I can be counted on. I'm not looking for another opportunity. I'm just rock solid. Those are the people that I want to be involved with. And we all do too. Every one of us wants to be involved with those kind of people. And those are the kind of people that Paul said, yeah, you can trust them to lead. You can trust them to lead. Servanthood, faithfulness. If you, if you really want to boil everything that I just talked down, I could have made this like one minute. Uh, two things that make you really, really good as a leader. You serve all the time, and you're there all the time. You serve all the time, and you're there all the time. If you want to just blow out every other person in your job, serve all the time, be there all the time. That's it. It's, it's not a hard, it's, it's not like a complicated formula. It's just really hard. Because a lot of us don't want to do that. Serve all the time, be there all the time. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.